When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here's your clue number two, um, and we've had a number of Texans in who have already got it. I'm a four-time champion, three-peating between 2011-2013. I attended Washington State for college, going undrafted in 2009 in my chosen sport, leaving me to return home and play for my country and my country's team. So uh, I'm not going to give out clue number one because that was probably given away by me when I was talking about uh, one certain sport because <laughs> everyone got it. But that's uh, if, you, if you can get it, send your Texan double eight double three on a timber bed post text machine for $100 Adidas golf voucher which is up for grabs get away with Adidas golfers at adidas.co.nz forward slash getaway underscore with underscore golf T's and C's apply. Now we've got to be very careful here Kempe because one man that's sitting on the line as we speak who's heard that clue I guarantee that he knows the answer. I'm talking about Casey Frank he joins us on the line now good morning Casey did you hear the who am I clue and do you know who it is? I got it, I got it. Can I say it? Can I say it? Can I say it? Oh, uh, no, no. Look, look, we're going to give it away at 7.20. But was that a decent clue? If Casey Frank only heard who am I clue to and got it, I think we're in a little bit of trouble here. But, uh, Casey, thank you so much for joining us this morning, mate. Uh, the Breakers uh, season's back underway. Uh, our favourite basketball team here in New Zealand in the NBL. Surprise, surprise. But unfortunately losing to Brisbane 89-84 last night. How did you see that game? Yeah, it was a nice performance by the Bullets, uh, who's co- come in. They've got a, a revamped squad, of course, uh, led by Nathan Sobey, an ex-NBA player, Aaron Baines. Uh, and Sobey certainly led the way the entirety of the, the, the game. Uh, there was a level of physicality that the Bullets played with, I think both uh, defensively in the half court, forcing the breakers off their lines and on the glass. You know, In, in game one, uh, they had 23 offensive rebounds. The breakers got that much tighter, did a good job. But I think the most important factor last night, unfortunately, was the, not the lack of a Findelady. Uh He was a late scratch because of a lower leg issue. Nothing that's concerning in the long term. But with him out of that game, I think they missed his toughness. They missed his floor spacing with his shooting at the, th- at the three-point line. And those two things eventually led to the uh, Breakers team that just couldn't quite get over the hump down the stretch. Can we, can we ask what's wrong with Finn? Uh, he's just got a lower leg complaint. I think... Uh, uh, nothing. We, I saw him working out before the game. He looked like a guy who could probably play. Uh, but I think at this stage in the season, coming off a long World Cup campaign and a really long European season last year, I think he played about uh, nine months straight. He played 70 or 80 games over there. So uh, it's been a lot of basketball that led into the World Cup. And they're just being a little bit careful with him moving forward because it is a long season. And they've got this trip to the United States against NBA teams coming up right now. Uh, we'll talk about that uh, NBA tour coming up, uh, but alongside Tommy Abercrombie, I think Finn Delaney goes uh, without saying he's one of the fan favourites uh, here in New Zealand. He's obviously returning this season to the Breakers. You touched on it there. He spent uh, nine months over playing in Europe. How beneficial is that going to be for Finn Delaney and his career, especially returning to the Breakers? I think it's hugely beneficial just to allow him to understand that he's got the ability to play at that level. Uh, he's, he's been a player who's wanted to play in the EuroLeague for a long time. He wanted to test himself. Uh, him not coming back to the Breakers last season was not that the Breakers didn't want him or he didn't want to be there, but he just wanted to see if he could play at that level against the best. And When he came back to camp for the Tall Blacks, you could see it. His game had lifted a level. 
Uh, he, he was much more confident. He was uh, better in certain situations. The jumper is certainly, he's shooting that with as much confidence I've ever seen and his ability to take advantage uh, of mismatches, either bigger players trying to guard him on the perimeter or smaller players trying to guard him on the post had, had definitely improved in that time. But, so, you know, playing over there, he was, you know, more of a four, but had to play a lot of five. We're very undersized, but gave him the confidence to understand that he's got the strength to be that type of player. And he's going to be a key cog offensively for the Breakers this season. Uh, his ability to take uh, advantage of those mismatches is key for what they're trying to do in the half court, especially. Are you, are you worried, Casey, about the the umpiring that's going on? Because it looked real, like you said at the beginning, it looked really physical. A lot of calls weren't being made, which I thought were fouls. Um, and when you got players like Parker Jackson, Cartwright, Sonny Slight in stature, uh, Zion cheating, I, I think you know, will get better as the year goes on. And did Will McDonald, uh, did McDowell White do enough um, in replacing? Um, the, the injured player um, to, to get the breakers, you know, the win that they needed? Or is just something that other teams will look at now and we'll just go, we just have to out-muscle them? Uh, you know, I, th- I think when you play against a team like the Bullets uh, look like they're going to be this year, they're going to be on that razor's edge of physicality. Uh, and when you, you've got a, a deep team, you've got a lot of bodies, you can throw out a lot of size. I mean, they've got three guys that are 6'10 plus uh, and they're big at the, at the wing spots as well. So that's their identity. And, you know, basketball is a game where there is some leeway. It's not a letter of the law. There isn't any one thing that's always going to be a foul. The, the officiating crew, they interpret it game by game. And I think in last night's game, there was a level of physicality that lifted. So there was probably a little bit more that you get away with. I, I wouldn't be a, a concerned about it in the long term, but certainly if I'm Coach Modi Moore, I'm sending some tape of uh, how they were defending Parker Jackson Cartwright to the league and saying, hey, look, He's small, so, you, he, 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 so the teams are trying to take advantage of him. And if you let him, that's going to be advantage for them. So that's something he certainly dealt with at the entirety of his career. And there's a level of physicality that we're coming at. It didn't stop him, per se, but it did make it difficult for the breakers to execute in the half court. And when you talk about Will McDowell-White, uh, I, I thought he was really running the offense excellently when he first came in, delivering pinpoint passes uh, with, without having to pick up the ball with his offhand, which is so key when you're dealing with a broken bone in that hand. Uh, he's shooting the ball extremely well at the same time. I think I do think that his fitness probably wasn't where it needs to be, uh, which is you know always the type of thing. He wasn't able to practice for, uh, I think, about a week with this, trying to just let that bone heal. So that's going to take a little bit of time. But Will McDowell-White certainly looked every bit the player he was last year, which was the best uh, local point guard by far. And, you know, on that short list, the best point guard in the league, import or not import. All right, Casey, we've got a lot of new faces in this Breakers team. Obviously, the return of Will McDowell-White as well. Finn Delaney's coming back. It's a very exciting year in terms of the Breakers squad. Now, I'm going to be a little bit mean here, and I'm going to ask you, if there was one player you expected to have an MVP caliber season, which player are you going to point me towards? Well, you know, if coming in, I probably would have said Will McDowell-White. To to me, he's the class of the league. He looks like a future NBA player. But his stats probably won't get there. Uh, You know, he's he's going to be a guy. He's going to be around. I think the goal for him game game out is 16-8-8. If he's able to do that, he's probably the MVP. But that's pretty tough to do. But after seeing Parker Jackson Cartwright in person over the first two games, uh, his ability to score the basketball, and what he can do defensively, you know, sniping it, he's such a ball, a little thief, able to get in there, take a lot of steals, put a lot of pressure. He, he looks like the guy who would probably put up the numbers that would garner that kind of attention and that kind of, uh, those kind of votes.
oh, allows you to, you know, fantasize and get nostalgic about the likes of Cedric Jackson and, you know, these these breakers guards that we've seen come through and just absolutely steal the show night in and night out. All right, Casey, do you think that the breakers have another finals run in them? Uh, I do. This does look like a team that's that's going to get to the postseason. Uh, I expect them to certainly be in the top six and playing that playing game. Uh, when you're talking about to be one of the, the the top of the table, the top of the league right now, I think they're a little bit short. Uh, but but speaking to Modi Moore, uh, hearing what he wants to do with the team, what he's expecting them to look like defensively, uh, especially after this uh, NBA trip that they've got coming up, uh, I, I think they are a team that has that capability to to be one of the best teams in the league despite maybe being a little down on talent compared to some of the other the other front runners. We've seen the rise of the NBL, obviously being a, a lot broadcasted on ESPN. Now you mentioned uh, the Breakers going over and playing a few games against NBA teams. They're going to uh, visit the Trailblazers on the 11th and then meet the Jazz as well. Uh, just, Casey, what is this doing for the game of basketball, especially uh, getting NBA exposure down here in New Zealand? Well, yeah, I think... Uh First and foremost, it's great for a casual fan that maybe has uh, a bit of better understanding about what's going on in the NBA than they do at what's going on in the backyard with the NBL and the Breakers. You know, there's a, a lot of fans have grown up just knowing about the NBA, even over here in New Zealand. They watch it on YouTube. Uh, they're watching the highlights on TikTok. That's where they're getting their news. And to associate yourself at a league with the NBA is a boon. I mean, it's a boon, especially for this Next Stars program where so many uh, talented players have come through, several of which have gone on to. NBA careers by coming over to Australia and part of that that program is the ability to play in front of NBA scouts in this uh as a player uh you always want to try and test yourself against the best I, I don't care if uh, even even guys like Tommy Abercrombie who's been on the team 16 years in the back of their mind they're thinking well maybe if I have a good one maybe they'll pick me up you never know uh, that, that's always that's always there so it's a great opportunity to throw your skills against the best in the world uh but, but it is a level of respect I think worldwide that playing in this tournament gives uh, and allows basketball players around the world to, to realize the level at which basketball uh, here in Australia and in New Zealand is being played at. Yeah, really hope that this sort of becomes a, a frequent thing where we see, uh, well, especially a bit biased me saying this, but the break is going over, putting themselves up against these NBA guys. I can see it 10 years down the line being beneficial, and in 10 years' time, Tom Abercrombie will still be probably playing for the breakers. Uh, Casey Frank, thank you so much for your time this morning, mate. I know uh, about 10 minutes ago I asked you the question, did you know who the Who Am I was for today? Do you want to reveal the answer to the public if you're confident? If, am, I, am I allowed to do this? I'll give it a go, but I don't want to give away anything. Look, I do want go, to. mate. The show's about to be done, Casey, so we're wrapping up now. <laughs> so I thought, you know what? Why don't we give you a crack? It's the, it's the man we've just been mentioning a couple of times, Thomas Abercrombie, former, uh, I think, roommate. Uh, he played with a couple of other guys at Washington State there, Aaron Baines and Clay Thompson. There you go. Thomas Abercrombie, the 400 man. I think that was given away, Casey, um, early on as well. So thanks a lot for uh, coming on this morning, mate. Hopefully the Breakers can go on that run like they have done in the last couple of years and get us back to the finals. Uh, You go well today, mate. Enjoy your weekend. Thanks for the time, boys. Catch you next one.